Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button as well as the subscribe button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? I've been good, dude. Uh, it's been uh, two weeks since uh, San France. Definitely missing the vibes in the studio. Uh, yep. I'll definitely make it out there soon. Had a pretty great weekend. Uh, your boy turned 34 yeah. a week Happy ago. Happy belated birthday, Thank even though brother. I already told you before, but <laughs> birthday for everyone to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. It was great, man. It was everything I wanted to be. Super chill. <clears throat> I had back-to-back weeks of exhaustion with uh, San Fran, and then I was in Dallas the week before, so it was just nice to be home, taking in the vibes. The backyard was lit. Um, had some friends come over for like a wine night. Uh, went to the beach to just chill. It's like, dude, honestly, everything I wanted. There's one restaurant we went to, though, the food. I, like, I built up the food because I was really in the mood for some bomb Italian food, bro. Mm-hmm. And like the kitchen just had a bad night, and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> that was the only, like, you know, you know, uh, kink in the armor of the whole overall weekend, but overall, uh, a phenomenal weekend, man. So, definitely nice, man. About that. But, uh, wait, wait, sorry, you? when you but, said uh, the kitchen had a bad night, like the, the food was coming out late, or like the food just didn't hit as good, or the food didn't like? hit, bro. Like, and it's not okay. because it's, it's an Italian restaurant, I was really in the mood for Italian. I had bomb ass Italian in San Francisco. Um, mm. anyone's ever there, go check out this place called Mid 54. Right? Oh, yeah, thanks for that recommendation, by the way. It we was bomb, up, right? But, yeah, it was bomb. It was bomb, dude. Yeah, so we, I, I had that in my mind. Like, bro, I, I need to recreate this flavor, my, like, you know, soon. So I was like, let me go for Italian. And, bro, like, they brought out carbonara that was, like, clearly not what a carbonara should, like, look like or even taste like. <laughs> and then also, like, Gina got this penne alla vodka, which is obviously, like, you know, it's meant to be a little bit more, like, pink and, like, spicy. Yeah. Not even close. Chicken was burnt. I was just like, bro. Like, I've been to this restaurant, like, a, like honestly, like, dude, I would say in my lifetime like a good 10 12 times so i know the food's good wow. so okay i'm like bro it's fine you can have a bad night it sucks it's on my birthday but the appetizers were good the wine was good and the dessert was dope so like it is what it is yeah. like, nice and at least you had the whole weekend to like to yeah, have dude, other we, good moments yeah yeah we ate we ate good the whole weekend uh wings uh pizza like, bro, all this shit that you're like, oh, it's fine. It's my birthday weekend. Can't get mad kind of a thing. And right, we still right. worked out. So we didn't gain like 400 pounds. So um, <laughs> that was good, bro. But how about you, bro? How about mentally getting prepared for uh, Korea next week? How long is um, is that trip going to be? That trip is going to be, I think, like nine days total, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe like 10 if you include traveling and stuff. But Officially off the entire time, though? Or they're going to try to think it's some work? So that's funny that you asked. That's kind of been a a stressor of mine. Long story short, my boss has been out for sabbatical. She's had some like issues at home that she wanted to take care of. So she's been out for two months and I scheduled this trip on my calendar, which is what I normally do. Like at least in other companies, I check the calendar. If no one else on my team is out, I send a calendar invite to my manager. And if they approve that invite that means i have like authority to book the flight i can put it in the system or whatever if i need to after the fact so i I ended up sending that counter invite of course booked the flight and it wasn't until like a week or so ago my boss's boss who was filling in it's like hey don't forget to put any vacation you might have already had in the system low-key i was hoping my boss I was hoping she just wouldn't ever remember when she eventually sure, returned. Sure, sure. I only get fucking. <laughs> I only get like ten days a year, which 
at least for me, I'm not used to that. That's like nothing. People in Europe like laugh at people like me who only have 10 days. 10 days is wild, bro. Like not for nothing, 10 days is wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially when I like when I went to the Italy wedding, I had like German people saying paternity leave can be like five years and all kinds of shit. And I'm just like, here, look at my clown ass, you know, begging for fucking 11 days or whatever. Did you have to work in Italy to like start saving some days? No, because I thought I wasn't going to have to report it. Um, Got it. Thought it was going to slide by. So, I mean, that's my fault. But in any case, he realized that he didn't even look at the calendar invite. So he didn't realize I was gone for like a full work week. And he's like, you know, the holidays, it's going to be busy, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, bro, I, I sent the invite. Like, I get it. I should have put it in the system. But it seemed... Uh, like he wasn't really paying attention, and he, I get it. Like people at that level have all kinds of shit going on. Sure, so sure, 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 sure. They don't necessarily have uh, the time to care. But in any case, I think it's all solved now. I, I'm trying to see if I can work out a system where I work a few hours here and there and don't have to log it as PTO because my boss, I guess, uh, in the past has told me I could do that. So we'll see. Um, but yeah. I haven't really prepared for it. Um, outside of that, I, I'm sick today, so I'm glad Are I'm sick really? now and not in like seven days. Yeah, I woke up with like a shitty sore throat. Not oh. COVID though. I tested like twice, so otherwise I'm good. Damn, bro. Yeah, you can't get sick before Korea. I mean, it's obviously yeah. a week away, so I'm sure even if you had something right now, you'd be fine. But yeah, yeah, let's put that out of the universe. Like that cannot happen. Bro. Like, that yeah, cannot I know. Happen. I'd be so pissed. Um, you've been before, you said? Yeah, I've been uh, twice. Um, oh, nice. Once right after college and then once with my wife, uh, 2014 or 2000. Yeah, 2012 or 13, one of those years. Now, is this trip right now going to be a family trip, though, or just you two of you? Uh, just us two. And then actually uh, Alex, who you know, wanted to tag along. Yes, so, you told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he'll yeah. be there. Uh, but we're going to visit some of... Um, my in-laws out there. Nice. Um, and then outside of that, just relax. I have a, a friend out there as well, and so does she. So we'll visit them for a few days. And then, yeah, other than that, just wanted to get a, a trip in that wasn't Mexico because we've been going to Mexico nonstop for the past nonstop. like two years. Yeah, yeah, I mean, literally twice this year. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I feel you, dude. Traveling's everything. Yeah. So... Definitely enjoy that, bro. Can't wait to hear about it. But uh, we'll knock out a couple episodes for everyone before then, including this one, episode 122. Uh, I feel like the biggest thing in the news since I was there two weeks ago has become even bigger, uh, which is Ye, formerly known as Kanye West. So this episode's called Ye Loses His Stripes um, because since our episode, every major endorsement or partnership he has has cut the deal to a certain extent with him um i guess adidas being the biggest one they were getting the most pressure recently um, as we record this episode on october 26th i mean this only happened yesterday october 25th um and they were saying because it's just a massive german company which i think was founded by the nazi or at least the members were nazis initially oh wow. like, yeah they're like bro we can't we can't do this right now but their language is super like it's not clear cut that like he's still not on the payroll to a certain extent 
So Got that it. was a little bit confusing. But all in all, a crazy time um, in the world that is Kanye West, also known as Ye. So your thoughts, man, on obviously how things have developed and changed in these last two weeks has been like just nonstop Kanye news. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I can't say I'm super surprised, uh, especially considering the, the past couple interviews that I've seen of him that have come out since, you know, his original tweet. Uh, I think I would have been more surprised if if the tweet alone just caused everything to come down. But the more and more I hear Kanye, the more and more he's not backing down. And the more and more he does genuinely seem like he's basically anti-semitic so yeah i feel like he's not though bro that's like yeah he's giving off the vibe of like the shit we would say about trump offline yeah like, bro there's no way you believe this shit bro like, yeah like, i mean i'm conflicted like so I, I don't know if he necessarily uh has some evil pl plot to like get rid of jews or do anything crazy i think it's more so he's annoyed at the you know 10 or 11 people that he's worked with in the past that fucked him over but i think he he he's just taking it to the extreme of being like you know we're we're we have our own holocaust and this and that i think he still has some sort of resentment that like you know maybe someone who's, who doesn't hate black people might say like sure you know calling some uh people ghetto or whatever the case is so I don't think he's like full-on anti-Semitic Nazi salute type level, but I think he he definitely is showing his true colors about those executives and conveniently making it about their, I guess, ethnicity, because I don't think they treat it as just a religion. But sure. it seems like he's really, you know, hammering down on the fact that, you know, like the Jews are responsible for it you know all the bad shit taking place at least in, in america yeah. yeah yeah but really it's his life and then i feel like it feels convenient that he's making it now like a bigger anti like black thing when it's like this feels super inconvenient for you and mm -hmm. now you want everyone to be like oh help me help me blah 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 like what about blah? so like that's the the, the weird part to me but i did watch the lex was it lex friedman interview yeah yeah lex friedman Dude, great interview. Never even heard the guy beforehand. So a little research on him uh, before. Dude, two and a half hours long. I feel like that helped to give me more context because I never got a chance to the Drink Champs interview before they took it down. Uh, but I know that one was super wild from like, the clips on TikTok um, that are still up. So just comparing those two interviews from where he was mentally, we can say, or what he was voicing a week ago to where he, what he was vo voicing two days ago in that interview. Mm -hmm. Like... At least for, for me, again, I didn't see the full Drink Champs interview. For me, though, it felt very, it felt slight, not very, slightly different from how he was sounding, you know, a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that has yeah. to do with the money being, you know, him, what the people saying that he's fumbling the bag and he's just trying to like save. But it didn't feel like he was trying to save any of those relationships still on this interview. It just felt like, I think he just, I don't know, maybe he wasn't drunk, bro. <laughs> that also probably yeah. helped him. I think that's why, yeah, he definitely felt more serious. Granted, like Lex Friedman isn't, you know, a rapper or some Fox News host who just wants, you know, a clickbaity title and is going to ask you like weird shit. Um, I think that's why 
when it came to like the anti-Semitic stuff, this particular interview seemed like, oh shit, he's serious because there was a point, and I don't know if you saw it towards the end where Kanye basically snapped on him. Snapped and, on him, bro. Snapped yeah. on him. And Lex Friedman's like the nicest person on the planet. I didn't Calm even know he fuck. was Jewish. But the fact that he like did it to him almost made me feel like, damn, like Kanye really doesn't give a fuck. Cause I couldn't see myself. I could see myself do like talking shit to, you know, these Fox News hosts and other people who like quote unquote can't be trusted. But to Lex Friedman, I I, I thought he would kind of give him that respect. Uh even when Lex, you know, wanted to call him out on his inconsistencies, aka bullshit. Right. Uh, but then Kanye just went full and it was like, I don't trust you. Like, basically, fuck you. You're doing that's everything when I was they were like, all doing. Yeah, but yeah. then it did come back around and like they had a funny moment where like Lex is like, I love you, brother. And he's like, Yeah, and he's like, I like, like you. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, that was funny. And just like a reminder that. I don't think Kanye is crazy, bro, by any means. Like, there's just, like, subtle things he was saying, like, humorous nuances that you're like, bro, like, a crazy person isn't doing this, bro. Mm -hmm. um, but what I would say, bro, that what came out to me out of that entire interview is, like, dude, he just seemed like a really, like, hurt kid. Like, when I say, and I mean kid, like a child. Because mm -hmm. I took that, that, um, that point where he had that awkward, like, I would say, like, five minutes, bro. It wasn't really, like, a, a large portion but yeah. that awkward five minute with Lex, he's like, nah, I don't trust you. And you are you want me to apologize. And I'm not fucking apologizing for the 800th time. I feel like that was like a kid being reprimanded and mm -hmm. just like fed up of being told like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And just fucking snapped. Because um, for the most part, throughout that entire two and a half hour interview, bro, he was calm. Like it was only those five minutes that he really right. just fucking snapped. And I think it's because Lex wouldn't let go. It's like, bro, you don't, you didn't apologize. Your apology sucked. And like, you can't, and this is what I agreed with the most, bro, not just Lex, but everyone's take. Bro, you can't stereotype people. Cause the moment you stereotype someone, it's already going to be a negative connotation to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just can't do that. So that's why I loved his point. Cause I, I didn't, I would never have thought of saying it. This being Lex, like, bro, you're mad at like individuals. So call them out. You mm -hmm. can't just fucking paint a brush and say all Dominicans, you know, who drink beer are fucking blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, whoa, relax, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So, and obviously whatever he, Kanye is saying is way worse than that. So obviously I feel the public should react in some progressive way to an aggressive comment. So but that was a pretty interesting take from uh, Lex. I appreciate it. But yeah, dude, for the most part, my biggest takeaway of Kanye was like, Yo, you just seem hurt, bro. And I don't know what it is. Like, if it's a bad deal, if it's the uh, the Kardashian stuff, and he's just like heartbroken, he lost out, and is you know the woman of his dreams. Um, you're not gonna be at home with his kids anymore. But it just seems someone who's just super sad and in pain. But then it's also like, bro, he's doing like all these interviews the way a rapper would do if he's about to drop an album. Because mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm also like, bro, what are you promoting? Like, 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 yeah. why are you even doing all this, bro? So, like, is it just because you want to blow everything up and you feel like you'll be able to pick up the pieces how you want to and, like, be in control? Like, that's what it feels like. Because otherwise, I'm like, bro, why are we even hearing from you like this, yeah. bro? Like, you don't have an album coming out. There's no movie. There's no Yeezy shoe coming out that we need to know about and go stand in line to, like, why are we even hearing from you, bro? So that was like the more, again, not like 
everyone can do a one-off interview, bro. Like, it is what it is. But, like, this is like a run. It's like every day we're getting two or three. And it's like, bro, like, mm. why? Like, this is a lot, dude. Like, I feel like anyone will sound fucking crazy after a while. You're like, bro, like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it does seem very spontaneous and random. Uh, I do agree with you. I could never get on board with his explanation for uh generalizing jews just because i know i've heard it people do that with black people all the time like well who's committing the most crimes in the area like it just so happens to be 70 percent black or whatever the case with right. like zero context as to to why that might be uh, obviously you know people in power in general are have a high propensity to be shitty people because they have so much power right and it's not because you know, Jews are just inherently evil people. And I think that's, unfortunately, the idiots are going to hear Kanye not be able to separate the two. And that's why you have people in LA doing like Nazi salutes on the freeway uh, saying Kanye's right, which is insane to think about because I didn't think it would go that far. Right. But, Kudos uh, to him, at least for making it very clear, like anything oh, I say no needs to be taken right. in a nonviolent approach. So that was... right. Um, yeah, I wish he wasn't smiling when he said it, though. You know, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and also it's kind of tricky because even if you do say nonviolence, like that, still could empower people to do the Nazi salute and say "fuck Jews," but not actually do anything. Mm. I think it, it's still gonna, you know, fuel the fire, and eventually somebody's gonna get pissed off and do something stupid. But. Um, in, in, in terms of my theory of this being spontaneous, the only thing I can think of is, I mean, he keeps wearing the 2024 hat and um, alluding to running for president and stuff. So I think he's just trying to get his name out there early. Um, I think this is, I think being president is like the last thing he can possibly conquer on this earth before he's basically like, all right, now I'm God. Uh, I've done everything I've wanted to do in life, and for some so reason, you think going, it's like a bit of a god complex. Like he just yeah. wants to go full spectrum on it. I yeah, think like he calls himself the prophet a couple times. Yeah, uh, he's conquered rap already. He's done it in fashion, and then being the leader of the free world is basically the beneath God, like the highest position one can say they've attained. So I think he just really wants that, and the only thing that no one else has done in a campaign like this is basically call out uh, the Jews, which I think the far right uh, extremely has a dis has a, an extreme distaste for. And- Well, we'll never maybe, say it publicly though. Oh, we'll never say it publicly. They'll say it on Reddit and shit. But um, I think he he is probably taking a page out of Trump's book and thinks right, he can which steal all those- Right, which was my point earlier. Like I think yeah, like- yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's hard for me to believe that you believe this, but maybe you're just trying to tap into a group that does and run with that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It just seems it's a dangerous game, though. It's a very dangerous game, bro, because like I feel like he's specifically banking on. I've done this kind of thing before and it always worked out for me. Right. And I'm like, I don't know about this time, bro. Like that's the like I'm like, I don't see how all these fuck brands people bro like because mm -hmm. I, I love that question that lex asked him like bro do you have anyone that lo like you love or trust he's like no nah, i trust god i'm like bro i think god would still want you to have someone here 
to fucking yeah. trust and love you, man. And it just seems like yeah. he's super alone. And bro, he's toxic as fuck. So yeah, maybe Alex or whoever will do an interview with him, but they ain't really trying to co-sign much else until he starts, I would think, acting right. a little bit more, I don't want to say sane, but just like, you know, like being more aware of what the fuck he's saying. Cause like, that's the part where I'm like, dude, you even realize like the context of what you're saying. Cause right. Cause sometimes I feel like he just gets a random point off Reddit to your point and then mm-hmm. just runs with it. It's like, bro, you like, right. you don't even know the context. Like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And not to sound like a, uh, like a hedonistic anti-religion person or something, but I, I don't like that people can use god as a crutch to be like well he's telling me to do this or you know if i'm doing it it's because uh, i'm in god's hands and whatever happens happens like people say it all the time like the rappers that fucking go to the hood still and and engage with the wrong people they're like god got got my back like i'm good it's above me now yeah right like at a certain point you have to be realistic about this shit and ask yourself is does this make sense for everyone else? Am I doing the right thing? Because you can't just say, well, you know, this is God's plan. And um, I think with Kanye, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, he definitely seems lost. Uh, I know a couple of times he mentioned uh, him, you know, being the bad kid still at like 45 or in detention. And I think he does have like this hunger to to be the bad guy because it gives him a challenge to overcome. And to your point, I uh, about him not necessarily or knowing exactly what he's doing and not necessarily being anti-Semitic. I don't know if you noticed, but I noticed in a lot of these interviews he kept mentioning Drake's name and using him as an an example in a positive way, like you know Drake, you know uh, Kamala got the black women's vote, like basically if drake was running and then he mentioned drake a couple times you know saying that you know he's like one of the the pioneers of the culture now and the greatest rapper alive and shit but in the lex interview there was a point where he said it's a war tactic to he he has the ability to make somebody appear cool if he mentions them enough mm-hmm. but they, their coolness fades out quickly when you overdo it and he's like that's a war tactic so part of me uh I had like this aha moment. I'm wondering if for some reason he's trying to do that again with Drake to like get him out of here. On Drake's dick to make him like almost like toxic toxic by association. Right. Exactly. Like Kanye is the bad guy, but I'm going to big up Drake and then like by associate association, that's going to somehow like contaminate Drake's reputation or some shit. Nah, I think when that album I don't think it'll be effective. Yeah, when that album drops on Friday, I don't think people are gonna say unless Kanye's on it. Oh yeah, but there's dude, there's no fucking way. Like also Drake's Jewish, so like he's good. Yeah, he's good, bro. Yeah, especially I just dude, it was I was sorry, it was Drake's birthday this past Monday or Saturday, whatever. And bro, I guess he he rented out um a pretty popular restaurant slash club in Miami. Bro. He, if you were, if you had like a thousand followers on TikTok and you were a female, you were at that party, bro. <laughs> like only dimes, like everywhere. I was like, Jesus Christ, bro. Like that shit was like forty thousand people. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, so, yeah, complete side life. note. But um, 
Yeah, man. Okay, well, life, time will tell about, obviously, this whole thing. But I wanted to ask you, like, one other part that I feel is getting a lot of attention, too. And I think you're probably well better suited than me than most to make this, uh, to comment on this. So your thoughts on how people in the, in the culture, like black culture, hip hop culture are like, how come Balenciaga and all these major brands are only canceling Kanye's contracts now, but when he was saying black lives don't matter and uh, slavery was a choice and all those things, it was all fine. So what are your thoughts that because like people in the black hole are saying, Hey, what about us? How come? Cause it's Jews. Now you're all in up for. So what are your, yeah. what are your, your, your thoughts? Like, Cause I have a couple of thoughts, but I want to hear your. Yeah. For me, I think it's pretty simple. I think it's the people in power who give a shit, uh, usually aren't, you know, the black folks. Like, I don't think that the Jews or the Chinese or whoever feel, um, feel the the obligation to be offended for another race mm. but they'll do something if they know it's going to severely impact the company i think if there was an uproar and black people were like fuck it i'm never wearing a yeezy ever again or white people said that then it would change the game but i think the people in power at adidas or wherever else um just so happen to be jewish and if they're not jewish you know whoever they do business with and on a day-to-day like the people in power are jewish and they can easily make that call but like the vp of fucking i don't know operations or some shit isn't gonna if he's black he isn't really gonna do anything and uh the guy at top even if he thinks kanye's crazy for what he said isn't gonna feel obligation to do anything if if people aren't making enough of a fuss about it yeah, dude, that's that's my biggest thing. I, I, yeah, I totally agree with that take. It's like they would have done something if I feel the culture would have turned their backs on him, but like mm-hmm. no one did, bro. Like, right. you were at the the Drake and Kanye thing. What that was the, a couple of years removed from him making some wild ass comments. Like mm-hmm. that shit was sold out, bro. Like, right. It wasn't. It wasn't a big deal, quote unquote. Right. So I feel right. like. They're only moving by what the culture is saying. Hey, this is toxic, right? So, like, when he was making his wild-ass comments, when he was wearing the MAGA hat, dude, we were still buying Yeezys, bro. We were still mm-hmm. consuming Donda, that it was the number one album on, on Apple until Drake shit dropped. We, the people still bought a million dollars worth of Sten players. Like, whatever the case may be. So, like, if you're not telling... I feel like, yo, pockets speak, bro. Like, if you're, if you're still spending... Clearly, it's yeah. not that big of an issue. Because if it right. was, then, dude, this shit wouldn't be flying off the shelves. No one would be going to these shows. Like, so I feel like that's, like, the difference here. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. he, for whatever reason, affected and made a comment about a certain group of people. I don't think it's about power, per se, but just are going to be very vocal if they feel offended. And yeah. I just feel like in the other groups that he may have offended, be it transgender or whatever... They weren't really vocal enough, bro. Like, and if they were, their actions didn't display. They, they they felt that way, right? You can, if I tell you I fucking hate everything about Blair Randall, but then fucking go stream, ignore me a million times. Like, how much do I really hate you, bro? Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> exactly. like, that's like the, the difference I see. Where I, I like, I don't think it's a fair like assessment to say like 
oh, this is bullshit before like he was making fun of like blocks. I'm like, bro, like I yeah, he was and the shit he said was wild, but I don't think enough people either were offended or were just like, oh, that's just Kanye being Kanye, no big deal. Like they yeah. were too dismissive of it. I feel like the history of anti-Semitism throughout the culture of the world, you mm-hmm. can't just be like, oh, no big deal. Because right. they, there's there's fucking PTSD and rightly so. Mm-hmm. And I think unfortunately with slavery, it's kind of almost been played out to this point like there's just such an oversaturation of it that people are kind of desensitized to it like it, there's like a billion movies about it uh i mean but know, to his his point they're also like a ton of holocaust movies yeah there are that too but i i also forgot like i mean i guess technically slavery wasn't that far behind the holocaust but i forget that the holocaust was in the 20th century which is insane Mm-hmm. And a lot of people saw like grandmothers or great grandmothers and stuff who are literally there or affected by it damn near directly. So I think it, it hits a bit different for for those folks as well. Very, like, yeah, it's still close to home. Right. You're like, oh, I'm thinking about my grandma who just fucking made me dinner and you're talking shit, you know, trying to downplay what she went through. Whereas if someone's talking about slavery, I, I don't have like a deep connection with my great 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 grandmother who might have been hung or something because i don't even know necessarily how to identify with that pain outside of you know this shit happened before because of the color of someone's skin and uh it sucks and also i think um in terms of slavery and any of these negative comments like i've seen a like even i think gucci or one of these brands had something that was considered blackface and like I, people still were like well fuck it gucci's a status symbol like i need to get that and i think they give him a pass have, they, they gave him a pass they was like, oh they, it was a it was a random designer it wasn't the gucci brand That's right fine. making excuses right but with the jewish community um who i'm really familiar with like they don't have the the need to be spending you know in any particular area because they don't have the same uh unfortunately cultural mindset as a lot of people within the black community and they're 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 the ones spending like a hundred thousand dollars on a private bar mitzvah performance or buying yeezys and shit so if they are pissed off like that's a lot of money just out the window yeah yeah i mean yeah the, the money part's one part but i feel like just like this the I get the uproar, bro. Like, again, you can't stereotype us because you may have had one bad experience with one specific person who just so happened to be whatever. And now that's like, you feel so comfortable on your massive platform to keep spewing Mm -hmm. that over and over again, bro. So I feel like that's the difference. Like, it's just, it sucks. But if like one person, if, again, like if I made a comment that offends someone, but he wants to give me a hug afterwards and buy me dinner, then... If why would anyone get, you know, like, why would I be moved to like not fuck with you anymore? Right. Yeah. Like, so I get if Adidas in the past or whoever signed Kanye is like, bro, like, yeah, maybe I don't agree with those wild comments he made, but clearly not enough people are offended. So at the end of the day, these are like, a lot of news all the time is like, bro, these aren't non for profit companies. Like, these mm-hmm. companies all worry about the bottom line. Like, yeah. they signed Kanye to these deals to make money. So if he's no longer seen as a person who's creating wealth for them, just a problem, I can see why they're like, bro, like this, this, the return on investment here is really not 
in your favor anymore. Like you have to get out of here. Like I, that's right. just business to me. Right. And another thing I, I learned that I didn't realize was the case is apparently um, implying that, you know, Jews were running everything and taking over in Nazi Germany was the propaganda they used to It's how it started. Them. It's yeah. how it started. And I didn't realize that was the 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 false rumor that was being spread that allowed people to be like, okay, we have to, you know, inflict genocide on them, essentially. So when Kanye does say the Jewish media or whatever, even though, let's say, 90% of the executives are Jewish and some people be like, well, it's a fact. Um, unfortunately, those labels can, I mean, have had a much more sinister effect on Jewish people. Oh, dude, horrendous, for sure. Like, horrendous. Yeah. So, again, that PTSD is really, I feel like, rightly so. So, again, that's why I just think the difference is in, like, when people are, like, in uproar, it's like, how come when he said slavery's a choice, no one gave a fuck? It's like, no, people gave a fuck, but not enough where clearly, like, it was still profitable. And, the, dude, I remember, like, he said that, and then a year later, dropped Sunday service. And it was like, yeah, this guy's doing everything he can for black. Like, it, it was just so weird. It's like, bro, like, he's yeah. not being consistent with these takes. So how the fuck can we keep up and try to figure out what makes sense or not? Yeah. No, honestly, like, every time he says something, I'm so confused. Like, he'll say something that's that does make sense, then something that doesn't. And I just have no idea what page he's on. And I don't know if that's part of his, his scheme. Because, you know, like, if someone says a bunch of things that do make sense, you're probably more inclined to agree with the shit that doesn't. So yeah. maybe that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, maybe. I think we we could end it on this and bring it back to music as we um, move on on the pod. But like, yo, your thoughts on that take he had about the top three songs on whatever streaming platform being about like fucking your bitch and killing blah, blah, blah. Like, I get what you're saying, dude. But like, we're also consuming it. Yeah, and we we want to consume it. You know what mm. I mean. So I don't think you could get mad at whoever placed those songs there, because bro, I'm looking for that. Bro, like even if you didn't <laughs> place it there, I'm looking for that content. So like, <laughs> you can get mad at the consumer, but like yeah. even in those aspects, I'm like, dude, like that's what hip hop or certain parts of hip hop spend. So we've said this on multiple cases, like bro, there's clearly double standard within the culture. Right, we're like, bro, like, how dare you go to a neighborhood and fucking just start shooting people? But bro, mm -hmm. that shit's over a fucking Timbaland beat. That shit's gonna sound hard. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. we we know it's a fucking a walking contradiction. But to right. use that as your point, as like, this is how they're getting rich off us. I'm like, isn't that how we're getting rich off each other? Like, right? Yeah, that like, was confusing because it's it's like he definitely participated in that stuff. Like, if this was. I don't know, Lupe Fiasco or like Logic or some shit, maybe, but like like a clean cut artist that's like never said the word bitch never said a, yeah, in a derogatory never way. A beat for a song like that. Yeah, but I think that's weird. Granted, I know people can mature, but like Kanye has made stuff like that pretty recently. Um, oh, the Hit Boy song with the game where he's chopping Pete's head off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, like, like, what are stuff we talking like that. about, bro? Right, <laughs> but but to push back, like, but I if Kanye were on this podcast, he'd probably say, "Well, the labels are pushing this on onto you and making you think you want it, like a McDonald's burger or 
sex or porn or whatever the case is. Like yeah, how I, mean, I feel like that's just going that. against like that's also being so dismissive. I get what you're saying, right? Like we're all a sucker for marketing on a certain extent, right? Like mm-hmm. I see enough fear of God shit. I'm like, oh, I want to rock that. Blah blah. I get that. But at some point, there's so many artists out, bro. You have a choice in what the fuck you do consume and listen. Like you, you do have a choice. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he's just being too free with the like, oh, this is them pushing this on us. I'm like, who, who's them, bro? Like, right. And that's yeah. how I feel about his his like abortion argument, because um, it definitely is a choice, thankfully, and hopefully stays that way in most places. But um, I I couldn't help but wonder, like, sure, yeah, some of these women might have kept the baby, but how many of those kids would have, you know, been in foster care or have gotten into drugs or you know, just been completely homeless. I think people forget that, like, yeah, life is beautiful, but at the same time, like, this world is chaotic. And if someone doesn't feel like they can bring life into this world the right way, then at least for me, I I don't think it's responsible for them to just be like, all right, like, we need one more extra black or Chinese person or whatever here. So let's just have it. Yeah. No, dude, I... I, dude, yeah, it's that take. I think Lex was trying to like say like, dude, don't you? That's a choice, and like Kanye wasn't having it again. But yeah. that's the again, as a Christian man, I know what the Bible says. But that's when like some of his takes on like Christianity get a little bit like out of excessive. I'm like, man, like to each their own. Like I don't, I don't see again. I just don't personally see the Holocaust, which was enforced by a regime, yeah. and an abortion clinic, which you choose to go to as the same i just personally don't maybe i'm maybe i'm on the other side of the fucking pill on that one but i personally just don't see it as the same thing um but yeah man he had some wild takes in there bro but at the end of the day like i think we both agree putting any kind of stereotype on any kind of like group of people is always going to lead to negative backlash so i'm not saying all this stuff is warranted that the backlash he's getting but i feel like you put yourself in that position bro like yeah if you could have been like I hate Adam, whatever. He fucking ruined my life. I have receipts, bro. We're going to support you 1000%, bro. Because like, even though we could say, bro, read your fucking contract, bro. Like if you signed, if this, if this comes down to like a contract going bad and that like triggered him to go off. But if you're just going to fucking a wide paintbrush over a bunch of people that that's not cool, bro. Like if it was like, if you start attacking like Indians or Dominican, like I'm a fucking beat up for, you know what I mean? Like I'm not buying his shit no more. So it's, um, yeah, just, it's hard to have pity for someone. But again, I, I, I did feel bad for him at times because I'm like, yo, that dude's in pain. And I just think he's just trying to figure out what can I say here? That's going to help me redeem myself. Kind of like I did last time to blow this shit up to kind of hopefully build it back up. I feel like he crossed at, at least, my thoughts today is I think if he ever comes back, bro, this one's going to take a while. It's not going to be, oh, I'm doing Coachella, come through. (laughs) Yeah, no, this motherfucker is going to need all the rabbis in the country to get forgiveness. Like, I don't know what he can possibly do at this point. I I do think after seeing all the interviews now, like, he put himself in a, dug himself a much deeper hole. The one tweet I feel like when it comes to tweets and like you don't really hear the tone and shit, people kind of delete dismiss the fucking, it. Like, yeah, you delete the yeah. tweet, bro. Delete <laughs> the tweet. You're like, sorry, like I had uh, 
uh, too much henny or some shit. Yo, people make would a joke eventually about it. forget. Yes, I was sleepy. Siri caught me in a bad day. Some shit, yeah. bro. Like, but yeah, man. So again, pray for everyone. Healing energy, like uh, our boy Charlemagne the God says. But um, yeah, it's gonna be hard for him to come back from this one, and I think, uh, unfortunately, rightly so. But uh, we'll move on to uh, other news. Focus on uh, what we do best. Talking about music, um, dude. So. Funny enough, so you brought up the Drake thing, and maybe it is a war tactic um, about, he's, he at least the interviews I saw, he brought up Drake at least four or five times, especially the Drake champs, bro, when he's like on his dick. But, <laughs> so I went to see Pusha T two weekends ago, bro. And first of all, it felt like that motherfucker was performing just for me. That shit was a super intimate venue, standing only, bro. Like, yeah, remember when we I, I took you to uh 1 800 Lucky in Winwood? I, I believe like a so. DJ booth, like right in the middle, yeah, yeah. And it had like the orange kind of lights or something. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you, yeah. the venue that he performed at was right down the road, slightly bigger than that. Wow, bro, crazy, that's crazy, insane. crazy, crazy. And bro, the sound quality, which we always shit on really loud for, and that's a fucking multi million dollar, uh, you know, venue. Bro, the sound quality of these fucking speakers, bro. He was flawless, bro. Flawless. Like, kudos to Pusha T. I didn't realize how big of a fan I was. But, but my bigger point here is going to be Pusha T, who's this fucking phenomenal rapper, uh, probably going to win album of the year this year if he submits his album. Your thoughts on Kanye saying, I really wish I would have Drake writing all my songs so my life would be easier. Like, if you're right. Pusha T, like, how does that fucking make you feel, bro? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think Pusha T knows that, like, Drake's the hit maker. I still don't think Pusha T res- respects Drake's pen. Like, I don't think he once wishes he could write like Drake. I think he just sees Drake as kind of like a, a McDonald's machine that anybody would want to use. Like, shit, maybe even Pusha would love to have Drake write a couple hooks but i don't think he like envies him as a melodic like pop star rapper or whatever you want to call it okay so you think when he hears his i guess mentor best friend saying these comments he just knows it's tongue-in-cheek and it's probably some like deeper meaning behind it because i'm like yeah. bro like if you're my enemy like bro i be friends with him but yo i'm your fucking ghostwriter bro don't fucking yeah. tell the world you rather have this fucking guy who I hate. Like that, again, yeah. it may just be that Kanye has like another reason for it, but I know, bro, that's, even if I know that's the reason, that shit's like, yeah. oh, bro, really, man? Like, I feel like Drake has his like own language with his crew. Like I, like half the time when, uh, when I see Jaylian, for instance, post about Kanye, I'm like, what does he know that we don't know? It seems like, they just understand something else about him that like we'll never understand unless we're around him or his yeah, team that's a great, like, that's 24 a good point 7. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, but I just wanted to ask you that, bro, because I was like, I, it was funny because like I just saw Pusha T and then the next day that drink champ thing dropped. And I was like, bro, like if I'm Pusha, who the fuck, who are you talking about, bro? Like there's no way yeah. this guy's better than me. So that was just interesting, bro. Because again, I, I felt like on that drink chance, the clips I saw, he brought up Drake like five different times. Yeah. Same. Unprovoked. <laughs> like right. unprovoked. That's why I'm like, there's <laughs> there's definitely some ulterior motive for this. Like he's not just handing out free compliments like that. Yeah. So do you think the ulterior motive is like 
if I gas him up so much, he's going to probably think he is the greatest of all time and like start dropping the ball and not try as hard? No, I think more so like may- maybe butter him up so that behind the scenes he can like just bring him closer for some other reason and and mm. just like I-, I don't know if the whole him finding about finding out about his baby and shit is true but i feel like it's some sort of lure to be like oh kanye's really i can trust him maybe kanye doesn't trust anyone because he knows like he shouldn't be trusted mm. so i'm like what what a projecting or some shit is that what yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it might be but uh, that was interesting but yeah if anyone hasn't seen push the t and tour i highly recommend that shit bro it's Dude, and he went on like at dude. The concert started at eight. IDK, IDK, sorry, IDK <laughs> did a full thirty-five minute set. Very good, dude. Pusha T was on stage by nine fifteen. Done by ten thirty, bro. Wow. I was in bed by eleven fifteen. I was like, this is a phenomenal Sunday night. Like I was <laughs> like, yo, because I just assumed, dude, an artist of that level, he right. ain't gonna come on stage till ten thirty. He'll stay right, till right. midnight. You're not going to get out of there. It's like one. I was like, bro, yeah. this would be a long fucking night. And then, dude, it was, dude, perfect. No, I feel like artists like him, like even Lupe, I think they're there to do their job and get out. Whereas, like, these other young dudes, what a mum, party quote unquote, mumble rappers, yeah, they want to yeah, party. Yeah. They're getting drunk fucking yeah, 30 yeah. minutes late. They got 50 of their homies on stage and shit. Yeah, so I told different. my boy, he was like, yo, it's already done. I'm like, bro, that guy's a married man with children. He needs right. to go home. <laughs> right? He probably has his fucking do his laundry and shit. Yeah, I think he, I think he actually might live in Miami. So I think he was just going, literally going home. But um, yeah, yeah. definitely uh, shout, out to, shout out to him. Great show. Highly recommend if he's in your, uh, your city to go peep that. Um, all right, but before we get to some, uh, the last movie before Heat of the Week, I know we wanted to talk about academics, uh, hopping on the Fresh and Fit podcast. I want to say two weeks ago, I feel like this shit didn't get a lot of news only because the obvious, like Kanye, yeah, is just taking over any part of media right now. Um, but if you want to give light onto exactly what academics has been up, was up to on that episode of Fresh and Fit. Yeah. Um, I don't really have the context on why uh, academics was on the episode, but he's kind of been intermingled with this red pill community, which is basically like a a self-help guide for men, especially with dating. Um, So he's on the, the fresh and fit podcast talking to a group of women um, and he's going and they at it. They always have women on, right? They always have like always have only women fans, on. girls, or just like models or whatever, right? Yeah. And if they don't, it's like a special episode where they're only talking to like Andrew Tate or some other sure. guests. But for the most part, it's it's these this like round table of women, and academics is going at it with this one woman, basically making fun of her her deep voice because uh, I. I they don't want to admit it, but like part of the allure of the show and entertainment is just bashing the women on there. And which in my opinion is, is kind of, it is degrading because they, they purposely choose women that are easy to fucking make fun of. Like, why are you hiring these quote unquote dots who like have no value to add? And then these are representative of the women that, you know, people should look out for and shit or like, you know, representative of the typical problems but anyways academics is making fun of her deep voice as is the other guy sneeko and she's basically unbothered and she's like well you're fat and then 
you know, like do whatever you want. And he just flips out and starts, you Yo, know, loses saying, his mind, bro. Loses his mind. He's like, you wish you were with me. Essentially, I got more money than any dude you've ever been with. Your boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Then the girl next to him catches a stray and he's like, my boy said your pussy's loose and just bro, flips out. Wild. And I'm like, bro, like I get it. But at the same time, it, it just kind of proves that the people within this community, I don't know if academics will claim he's part of it, but the people within this community have fragile egos and aren't as emotionless as they claim to be a lot they, of times and all like, those like self-help things kind of go yeah, out the window when they are right. ever fucking like pushed right you know it's like when someone's like i don't care what you think or whatever but then they keep responding to you and, right. and this and that and it's like well clearly you do give a fuck and right. she what i commend her for was i, I don't oh, know her as a person she but was she was just like yeah. i don't she like literally didn't care and you could tell and unfortunately she got to the bet to the best of academics and i feel like his reaction is kind of how a lot of people within that community feel i feel like there's some like hidden resentment you know that certain some women or existing women aren't giving them what they desire and they may low-key desire these kind of women especially like the toxic ones so when they hear those words it just sets off this fire and they're like i hate you and I'm just going to attack you personally. Like every bit of logic is out the window. Yeah, dude. And then this is like, I think almost a week after they caught him on video at a hotel talking and screaming at some girl, like aggressively. I'm not mm. going to say hit her, but definitely no. like had his hands on her. Yeah. Like, so I don't know, bro. Like, again, I don't think, again, he picked the perfect week to do some shit because no one's really talking about it. But bro, that was a bad look, bro. Cause mm -hmm. even and God rested, God rested um, his soul. Like Kevin Samuels never really popped off on a female the way that act was doing it, bro. Cause this right. shit was like vicious attacks about a person's appearance, but even about shit he didn't even know about. He was making a bunch of fucking like uh, conclusions and assumptions. Like, bro, like what is this based on? Like because yeah. she has a deep voice. Like okay, like that's that's. You know her whole life now because she has a deep voice. Yeah, yeah. Like, that makes no well, sense. Well, Kevin has popped off, but he 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 did it. It was like an aggressive way to, I guess, teach a lesson to the girl, like as why as far as why she can't get a man or why the dude can't get a man. He'd be like, "Oh, you're fat," or like, "You can't see your dick." Like that's why. Right, right. But I would say that would still be based off something in a conversation, though. This right, was right. simply like. Oh wow! Like, why you got a deep voice like that? Like, shit! Yeah. Like, you you a dude, and it's like, oh what? Like, what the fuck are you right. talking about? But like, that's that that was more so like what what caught me off guard. I think a great point that um, the video we saw is that I think that whoever the guy was to her right, kind of started like defending her and mm -hmm. was like, bro, like you're good, bro, like to to act like let's we're, we're, you know let's whatever straight like just move on. And yeah. then like academics purposely didn't say a goddamn thing to him. It's like, bro, like, if you're this tough, fucking tell him to go shut the fuck up as well, then. Yeah. Like, but you didn't do that. So that's where I'm like, bro, like, you come across real fucking suspect. And it's like, if that's, like, more of us, like, seeing behind the curtains of who he is, I mean, bro, like, I'm not going to say people are going to stop fucking with him and look at his blogs for, like, number updates and shit like that. And I'm sure he's going to keep making money. But I don't know, man. Like, 
he didn't really offer me much anyway. You know what I mean? I'm never going to academics for insight. I'm really going to him like, yo, what are the numbers first week? <laughs> like, bro, yeah, like yeah. that's the end of it. So yeah. I feel like when you really don't offer that much value to overall society, it's kind of hard for me to think you're going to keep getting a pass. Like, I feel like he's getting a pass right now because maybe not enough people saw it. It was behind a Patreon wall, the original episode, and it happened in a week where everyone in the world is talking about Kanye West. Yeah. But I feel like it was a slow week in hip hop. Bro, they're coming for this dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's was tough for me to see because, I mean, I definitely did follow academics before he became, like, super mainstream. Mm-hmm. And, like, it is nice to, to know not not know but uh be aware of someone's come up and, sure. and see them Massive like come up. thrive even through all like the hate of these rappers especially because i feel like in some ways i can identify more with academics than some of the rappers because like he went to college and shit sure. like that and he's not like you know a super street dude or anything and but at being, the same and time and he's being very adamant about yo i don't i don't mm-hmm. kill people like I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah very adamant about it but he does I mean, he has built a lot of success on being that that funny guy who's not afraid to say super hyperbolic, crazy shit. But at the same time, I think his success, like he's gotten so much hate and at, at this level, especially, I think he does kind of have a chi- have a has a chip on his shoulder. Mm. And, you know, a lot of the girls that didn't give him attention before are giving him attention. I think he it's it's almost like a some sort of vindictive vengeance play of like fuck you bitch like look who's got you yeah. know the upper hand now i got the money and what pains me though is still when i see these podcasts like fresh and fit i'm like and academics his his quote unquote fight video i'm like why are you guys messing with these kinds of girls like the the trashiest most basic girls ever and then you wonder why they fit all the whole checklist of like you know the stereotypical bad things women do like gold diggers yeah. you know will suck your dick just to get on a yacht and all this stuff and but low-key those are the ones they want and that's why they high they key. love their wealth and shit high key yeah like they want those kinds of girls that have like no self-respect and will you know blow them for fucking a bottle at the club but then they get mad as soon as some shit pops off if they like uh, ever have an opinion about something they lose their mind right. so yeah dude, yeah. I, I, dude I, I feel you uh, and yeah dude his come up has been wild and you know kudos for him for all the success but you know do this with the end the LL Cool J shit like a couple weeks ago back and it's just like I don't know bro like I'm not saying his time is up but I don't know how many more passes he's gonna get bro because if this if these things start becoming more mainstream and like dude like if Charlemagne the God does like a donkey of the day one week and it's him Bro, that's all you need for your shit to start going left. So I know, I feel like he needs to have someone in his corner be like, fam, like you got a Spotify deal. You're doing crazy numbers on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're rich, bro, from fucking talking hip hop. Like, bro, like enjoy this shit. Like you don't have to be yeah. whatever like Napoleon complex you think you may have. Like it's, it's, it's not needed. Yeah. No, I mean, I think people have and will always consider him like the he's like the kid on the block that has everything that no one likes but they'll hang out with him because he's got the new xbox and shit yeah that that kid unfortunately so i I think he'll always be here unless he literally does hit a woman or he 
he takes Kanye's advice and goes that route on some like like when he said stuff about uh, Chrissy Teigen, like he just has to piss off someone super. Oh powerful. yeah, bro, fuck, I forgot. About yeah, that. like that. That's the kind of shit I think it has. You have to piss piss off, you know, someone way up there, not little way baby, up there. not Charlemagne, like someone yeah, way yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, that's that's a great point. I forgot about that. That's what got him suspended off Complex, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they didn't even. And you could tell he was that. shook though, but you he could tell shook. he was like, "Fuck, I, I." I can't say certain things. Yeah, because I'm sure I, I know the show stopped. But I'm sure complex money is, was good money at the time. Um, mm. But yeah, again, hopefully people do better. But uh, yeah, that red pill thing was uh, definitely a point I wanted to get to. So before we get to heat of the week, uh, the big news from last weekend uh, that Blair sent to me, and I completely sent it right back to him because I was incredibly intoxicated when he sent to me. <laughs> um, Twenty One Savage and Drake dropping a collab album, Her Loss. So your thoughts on that, and then do we consider this a trilogy? It's a third album that we weren't aware that we were getting in the space of a year and a half that he was always planning to put together. For me, I I personally wouldn't because I feel like Drake, uh, when it comes to like an actual album, I feel like he treats them, there's a very obvious energy difference on how he treats them. Like CLB, I felt like, it was like this is me this i'm back it's like only about me whereas honestly never mind it felt like a hey you know have a nice summer here's some new shit i was doing and then this just feels like i want to put out good music you know who's someone i have good uh chemistry with in the yeah. studio and they're just like fuck it you know there was no in my opinion like ever since the second half i don't think there was a ton of good music so I'm, I'm really excited to see what this is but yeah, if 21 says anything about fucking putting the guns up like fuck that tweet he sent out about putting the guns down i can't believe it <laughs> i mean it's gonna be good though bro there's, i feel like there's this one's like no there's no way it's gonna be bad now to what level well obviously that's the intriguing part and we'll, we'll listen to it but again jimmy cooks or whatever like the, the final version of that song title it just it was too good so mm-hmm. If this is like seven songs of just that, dude, I'm I'm all for it. Um, I love the way they tease the um, well, they announced it right because I thought we were gonna get like a full video, and then it's just like the announcement. I'm like, bro, that, that's pretty on a Friday night when you're just at home drinking. That's like a pretty yeah. pretty dope moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent agreed. Um, we also have some other new music coming out this coming Friday. Dropping a brand new album. So I was telling you offline, my biggest fear is that, you know, God rest the dead, but like with Pop Smoke and also with Juice Girl's last album, it's like, yeah, I, I appreciate how hard they work and you have all this content and he has, you know, day one fans that probably want to listen to it. But it's like, man, like, you know, it's going to be like the wildest features that just don't make sense. Yeah. And for whatever reason, again, kudos to his work ethic. It's going to be like 20 songs. So it's like, man, like, come on, man. You're putting out 20 songs that he probably didn't want to get put out in the first place. Hence, right. they were on some, like, G Drive on his fucking Dell computer as opposed to him pushing to get that out, like, two or three years ago. Yeah. And I think it also hits different when, like, the majority of his music is about him, like, like overdosing and hating life and shit. Whereas, like, Pop Smoke and some of these other guys, like, a lot of times it'll be party music and you almost feel like, well, at least they were happy in this moment or, sure. you know, I forgot they passed, but like with Juice World, it's almost like 
you're hearing his his spirit still like cry out for help or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, dude. So that's like, I'm going to hear it because, again, he's just so talented. But this has to be like a, a Monday or Tuesday listen because I feel like this is going to be a very depressing album of you listening to like all weekend long. Yeah. You know, I feel you on that. Right. And then uh, one more album that I'm excited about, but we'll have plenty more time to talk about. I guess two more weeks. But uh, King Disease 3, Nas and Hit Boy, 11 11. Bro, this is a trilogy that I'm here for, like fully here for. Yeah, 100%. Uh, uh, I don't know. Their chemistry is amazing. I, I know we were texting about it, but I feel like at this point, Nas is like, damn, I, sh- I wish Hitboy was around back then. He's just trying to replace his whole fucking catalog. Yo, yo what if he went back? And, and I guess it's, some of his albums are too classic, but like if he went back on albums and just like re, like redid Reproduced the beat. Reproduced it? Yeah, uh, dude, that'd be fucking wild. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. I, I feel like beats are obviously a huge part of the song and he he's been criticized a million times for bro the worst yeah beat selector so maybe that shit's getting to him and he's like fuck it i need to reinvent myself but it's working for me oh it's working it's working bro i never thought i'd be so excited to hear a 54 year old rapper give me 10 10 songs and bro like i'm he's 54 yeah bro they're like shit or maybe he just turned 50 or some shit but yeah he's up either way like, if damn. Kanye's 45. Yeah. Yeah. Nas is definitely older than so. Yeah. Right. He must be like 50 something. At least 50, bro. There's no way he's not 50. Yeah. Yeah. Watch someone in the comments like he's 47, you fucks. <laughs> 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 Either way, though, I never thought I'd be this excited to hear an older rapper. So uh yeah, we'll definitely uh, have a whole thing on uh on that album when it drops, but Awesome, dudes. Get to the heat of the week. Again, this is going to be a, another segment where we try to bring you a song, maybe new or old, as, uh, but also go over the video and just try to get a, some insight on like, what the artist was thinking and doing at the time and if there's any cameos that really stick out. So let the people know which, uh, which song we picked for the week. Yeah, so before we get started, uh, this song is a new song by an artist by the name of Sofago called Hell Yeah, featuring Ken Carson. For those who don't know, uh, I believe he's signed to Travis Scott's Cactus Jack label, uh, up and coming artist. It's kind of got like a trippy red, little Uzi Vert kind of vibe to it. Um, even like Playboy Cardi ish. I guess you would call it rage music, rage rap. I, I would call it rage the term rap. Is. That was yeah. probably the, yeah, that super was, synthesized, uh, auto tuning stuff. Yeah. Super auto tuning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like hardcore auto tune. Oh, like, it, it could be ear piercing at times but yes i don't know um i just thought the video was shot very well i didn't know anything about this this dude but so i kept seeing his up, name pop you, up yeah how is it how did you come across him yeah so i i mean as you know like the youtube algorithm will just show you a ton of shit and i follow a lot of like academics type pages and stuff that just talk about things within hip-hop and saw his name on a couple videos but uh never really paid attention to him because I didn't know who he was. Right, and right, one day I was just like, let me, let me just hear one of his songs. And it just so happened this was the, the newest one. And I was like, oh shit, like this one's actually super dope. Kind of could see Travis Scott even on this. And I think that also, that kind of bias. Yeah, that cosign really fun. just like, well, fuck it, he likes it. Yeah, yep. So that's how we ended up here. Cool. All right, bro. Let's. Uh, you want to hit play, and then we can uh, 
we can stop start along the way sure, and anything sure. like kind of like uh stands out yes sir let's do it uh let's i'll click it. it right three two one so you see the cactus jack at the top of the building yep. so yeah that makes you feel super hype like from the jump yeah it's almost like anime-ish though those mm -hmm. parts for the city yep I'm not a big anime guy, but I feel like that's for yeah. whatever reason super popular again. Especially right within now. like the rage uh music scene. Correct. Correct. And then to be fair, I feel like Kanye really was the first one to ever even do that shit. And it mm -hmm. just became popular again now. So yep. kudos to him. But honestly, the hit the video itself is like super like I don't, I don't want to say basic hip hop, but like yeah. stereotypical what you would think of hip hop, but you know, it's some fast cars mm -hmm. and like get money, right? Because yeah. lyrically, he's not, it's a very good song, bro. And it, it, it's, it should be Heat of the Week nominee. Yeah. But he's not saying anything that's going to go over the top of your head like crazy. Right. And what's crazy is the part where the car's doing the donuts. Yeah. Um, that's Sepulveda, which is the street I used to always driving a lot of people drive to to go from west la to the valley in la okay so it's like the alternative to the freeway basically got it and it's always not always but it at late at night is pretty much damn near empty except for coyotes gotcha. all right uh a lot of basketball references so that was cool to me so if you see that the basketball player with him at like the 135 point that uh -huh. actually was Drake's stepson. Oh, for real? That's the woman that that was the that was the son that he would go see play high school basketball in LA. Oh, so that's, right. That's okay. Amari. Yeah, yeah. Who's committed to UCLA, and his yep. mom was dating Drake allegedly for like two two years and stuff. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing some of that about that in the comments. Yeah, but what's wild is like, yo, it just seems like clearly there's a fan base here, right? Mm. Like. Which is what I appreciate, like finding new artists, because dude, like this video has done half a million views in seven days. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I know they they post, everyone posts with money, but like, I almost believe these kids. It's like, yo, yeah. I, I believe that's all your money. <laughs> I know that's what's wild. I was thinking about that too. Like, how much of this is actually real? Yeah, dude. Like, I feel like all of it. Which is, again, it's almost like you look at yourself and like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? But, yeah. Again, and to be clear, I don't think any of the money in the video is real, but you would assume getting, that their bank accounts... I believe accounts. they're getting money, though. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But they're also then, probably spend that shit in one day. Yeah, yeah, then you don't know what... See, he said that money getting spent, so <laughs> we didn't even have to speculate. <laughs> yeah, but definitely rage music. I guess he's dropping an album soon called Pink Hearts. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. I think it's a you know, good find for sure. Um, and sometimes you just need to have like a simple song and a simple visual when you're trying to get turned up, which is again, I feel like this is a song that would do very well at a festival, right? Mm -hmm. Like a song yeah. that you're turned up the whole day, you're wasted at this point under a bunch of other influences. And you know, I'd like, again, cause that noise is piercing at times. So like, yeah, it's not even like there's, I don't want to call it mumble rap, but it's almost like inaudible. It's like, I don't know what he's mm -hmm. saying, but I know everyone's hype. So let's just fucking keep going crazy. Yeah. No, I think that's that's why when it comes to I guess rage hip hop or rage music, um, 
there's like a very select few amount of songs that I can listen to because it's just like all synthesized. You damn near might as well like cut a wire and just have the electricity <laughs> pop in and fucking put it right in your ear. Like sometimes I swear that's like how it sounds, but this shit was clean. The chorus was simple, nice. Um, the visuals again were simple and dope. They didn't have anything like like fucking guns and shit that I normally see right. in a lot of these young dudes videos, which is nice. Like they're just having fun with the cars and the fans at a gas station or whatever. And they're talking about like getting girls. So like at, the, yeah. at some point you also need to like kids be kids. So which is what I, it's hard to be super, super critical, especially when they're not doing anything remotely violent or even alluding to it with yeah. their actions. So that's right. Yeah. So, uh, so Fago, hell yeah. So this was to, to Blair's point offline. He told me, so this was a song used in, the Beats by Dre commercial with uh, Bronny James and LeBron James. So I yep. take back my comment though from earlier that that commercial wasn't corny. So <laughs> I watched it again. That commercial uh -huh. is corny as fuck because they think, so they have LeBron James with the beats listening to classical listening to music. classical? Bro, yeah. there's no nah. fucking way. And this is not me stereotyping, bro. In all the IG lives for the last Yeah, that was years, about to say. That you know motherfucker is never that. playing Mozart. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like, it's Mob Deep to Pop Smoke to DL. It's everything but classical. So for me to believe that shit, I'm like, bro, you are lying, bro. Like, yeah. No, they definitely made that commercial for boomers who like don't know any better. But you and know I know this motherfucker's listening to Chief Keef, whoever else. That yeah. would have made way more sense. But it's weird because they're not marketing this shit to 58 year olds. But I think what for the struggle for them, and I get it, it's like, how do you def like draw a clear line to sand like this is an older person and a younger person, right? Because yeah. if you just have him listening to Nipsey and then his son listening to this, like, yeah, there's a 10 year gap, but like that Venn diagram of people who listen to both is pretty yeah. big. So like, I don't know a single fucking person on the planet that, that listens to classical music if they're not studying. Bro. Like you want to hoop in that? You're lying yeah. to us, bro. Like, like, yeah. like <laughs> so that. So yeah, I take back my line at it, but because yeah, LeBron is corny. But uh, again, shout out to him having his son in the video. But uh, great find, dude. Great episode. Uh, hopefully, we don't get canceled for any comments. I think we were pretty on point and uh, honest. Know, now I'm shook. That's fine, dude. We're gonna really push the whole uh, <laughs> academics video. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but we're good, dude. So uh, yeah. let the people know what we got going on. Let's get out of here. Yes, sir. Um, I think we have a, a couple candidates potential for interviews, but um, yeah, we'll definitely have at least. I would say, if not two, at least one before the year's up. Obviously, the holidays coming and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get that done. Yeah. But for sure, outside of that, obviously, uh, more episodes in the works. Um, I'm sure we'll probably brainstorm some other cool things we could do with the pod uh, come 2023 when planning for that comes around. Um, but yeah, outside of that, check us out at audio-theory.com. New episode every week, unless we're out of town. Uh, merch is up, Spotify and Apple Music playlists as well. And yeah, don't forget to like, sub uh, share, subscribe, Yo, do share, donate. Do. Yeah, <laughs> we just need to come up with one word that encapsulates everything. Sub, like, share. Yo, what if that's like what it. we get viral for? It's like who created this, <laughs> who, this new lingo? <laughs> just have like one button that fucking does everything. Yo, fire! That's that not be a our bad idea. Money maker. Yeah. 
Um, All right, my dude. But I appreciate you. Obviously, we'll talk offline, and obviously, we'll do. Uh, we'll definitely have an episode before you. Uh, you bounce to Korea, so I'll pick your brain some more about that. Is yes, there? Peace, bro. Love you. Peace. Love you too.